Thank you for tuning in to the JBV Radio Show. We welcome you to our special guest audio series. So grab your pen. Your pen. Everything you need. We pray that you hear a word from the Lord that will change your life. Today, our guest audio teacher is Apostle Corey Thompson. I am going to uh, speak to the very heart of what's brewing in our society uh, today over the last couple of days. Um, And I really want to speak from the perspective of really uh, understanding the heart of God as we talk about uh, the the uh, the message that we are going to share momentarily. I, I want you to literally go with us into the word and we're going to walk uh, in the word tonight so that we have clarity of thought, clarity of mind, understanding of God's intent. Amen. Grab your word. If you don't have it, grab it. I'm going to wait for you because I need you to see it. And we're going to the book of Leviticus and we're going to walk through uh, we're probably going to end up in Hebrews tonight, but we're going to walk through this. And I, I want to share with you uh, tonight uh, from this uh, particular passage of, of scripture um, out of Leviticus 27 and 30. Leviticus 27 and 30. I want you to see it. And the word of the Lord <laughs> reads. Uh, and the word of the Lord reads. Yeah, we're going to talk about this tonight because there's an uproar in the body. And I don't want any of us confused about the word of God. Um, Many of you probably saw my post earlier, and um, I just want to speak from the principles of God's word. And um, I I want you to exclude personal um, feeling out of this. And let's let's come, uh, let's approach the word of God um, in all sincerity of heart and mind to really see the very heart of God. Our approach to scripture must be done that way. If it is not done that way, then it is very easily to come away from the scripture with our own interpretation um, uh, of what it is that we're reading. And I don't want us to miss God's intent. So let's make up in our mind that we want God's intent. What is the heart of God? What is God wanting to convey? Uh, what What is it that um, is important? Because um, from my post earlier, when did tithing um the principle of tithing uh, not become something God honors. <clears throat> when we talk about tithing, a lot of people, you know, are turned off by because yes, and I'll say this, I'll say this with all sincerity. There have been those who have been misguided um, because of those in leadership who have uh, probably uh, done injustice or a disservice as it relates to the topic. However. That is not all of us. And I need you to understand this. Every pastor is not literally after your money. I'm going to say it again. Every pastor uh, is not literally after your money. So um, it's it's crazy how people will uh, uh, try to uh, categorize those of us who carry the gospel and lump us into uh, one set. No, uh, some of us out here have pure motives. Yeah, we do. And uh, and so uh, excuses are the nails that build failure. And so I'm going to show you out of the word of the Lord tonight. Father, we thank you uh, for this. Your people, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you for the anointing of God that makes preaching and teaching easy. I thank you, God, that we will have clarity of thought, clarity of mind. Your word says get understanding and in all of your getting 
uh, that wisdom is the principal thing and in all of your getting, get understanding. We thank you now, Holy Spirit, for thou art the teacher, master teacher, thou art the arrows parapetos, he who was called alongside, he that will guide us, hallelujah, into all truth. And I thank you now, Holy One, hallelujah, for doing just that. Now, give us ears to hear, hearts to receive, and a will to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Ah, come on, walk with me to Leviticus chapter number 30. I mean, chapter number 27, verse number 30. Uh, Leviticus chapter number 27, verse number 30. It says, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. If someone can just transcribe that verse and put it in the chat tonight, it is the Lord's. It is holy. Excuse me. It is holy unto the Lord. Now, I need you to hear it again. It says all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree is whose? The Lord's. It is what? Holy unto the Lord. So now it's two things that we need to understand that the scripture has stated here. It says, number one, that the tithe, all the tithe of the land listen, is the Lord's, right? That's what the Bible said. We just read it. All of the tithe of the land is the Lord's, all right? Second thing we need to understand is the Bible says that the tithe is holy unto the Lord. It is holy unto the Lord. Now, you have to ask yourself the question tonight, and I need you to really hear me by the spirit of grace. You have to ask yourself the question. Uh, are we are, are we literally trying to handle a holy thing, digesting a holy thing through the eyes of carnality? We got to really ask ourselves the question, because if you're looking for an excuse not to do a thing, you'll find it because it has everything to do with your will, has everything to do with what you desire, has everything to do with your control, has everything to do with your discipline. So I'm going to say it again, because there's there's a lot of people out here who are misguided who thinking that tithing is just uh, part of the law and that it's just Old Testament survey and it's just Old te- No, 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 no. I can read. I can read. I can read. And it's also found in the New Testament. And let me tell you, um, let me just let me just be very, very blunt, you know, because I mean, um, people will, uh, are going to believe what it is they choose to believe anyway. But my perspective, my intent is to share the word of God. OK, that is my heart is to share the word of God. What is God's intent concerning this? OK, uh, and just because someone has has mishandled it and did something wrong. There are those that on your nine to five who did something wrong that you didn't like, but you didn't stop working there. You went back the next day. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So if we're looking for an excuse not to do a do a thing, you probably will find uh, uh, millions of them. But remember this excuses are the nails that build failure. So then understand this. Now, two things that we learned about the tithe already out of the scripture is that in all the tithe of the land, whether of the tree, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree is the Lord's. Second thing. The Bible says the tithe is holy unto God. Now, I need you to understand that if the tithe is holy unto the Lord, I'm going to say it again. If the tithe is holy unto the Lord and and God is saying to us uh, out of the scripture, even 
even uh, it is it is found even in the New Testament where he says, be holy for I am holy. It's not just recorded in Leviticus, but it's also in Hebrews as well. Be holy for I am holy. If the tithe is the Lord and uh, the tithe is holy unto the Lord. Scripture also teaches us uh, that to do all unto the Lord. So if you're doing it as unto man, you're missing God's intent. I'm going to say it again. If you're if you're giving, if you're sowing, if you're tithing as unto man, you're missing God's intent. Please hear me by the spirit of grace. No, do all as unto the Lord. Again, if you're looking for an excuse as or reason as to why you refuse to do a thing that contradicts what God's intent is, then you probably probably will find a thousand excuses as to why you choose not to do it. However, Excuses are the nails that build failure. Huh? The other thing that we need to understand uh, about giving and the tithe is that it is a principle and a principle would work no matter who works. It. Principles will work no matter who works. It. Tithing is kingdom principle. Now, I know I'm not going to get a lot of people who, who are going to, to agree with this. But again, my intent is to give Bible and the correct interpretation of God's intent as it relates to the word of God. Uh, and so so when we see this, it is it is imperative for us to understand now that we can all we can all now we can all also understand this, that if the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, it all belongs to God. Right. If the earth is the Lord's, it all belongs to him anyway. Why is there emphasis on the 10 percent? Because literally, if you look at it, God does not need anything from either of us. He does not need anything from any of us. He's not needing in that in that regard. The earth is the Lord. Please, please hear me by the spirit of grace tonight. He, he doesn't need it. So the tithe is not necessarily for God. The tithe is for your discipline, for your growth, for your blessing, for your increase. Please, please hear this. It is it is not. Mm. Now, I know, please see me in the, in the spirit of grace tonight. I know there have been those again who have mishandled. OK, who who hold the office in the priesthood, who have mishandled the time. But that is not all of us, Be because the enemy, I, I heard Bishop Jick say this, um, the, the enemy, wherever the enemy sees potential. He earmarks it with calamity. He earmarks it with calamity. That's huge. And I, I wholeheartedly ag agree with that uh, because the enemy sees your potential when you are uh, for applying the principles of God. The enemy knows that once you apply the principle of God, it cannot be erased. It cannot be uh, taken away from you. Once you have the understanding about a principle of God, the enemy cannot rob you with erroneous teaching. The enemy cannot rob you with excuse. The enemy cannot rob you of truth. Once you have truth about the principles of God's word and the principle about giving, sowing and tithing, the enemy cannot use that against you. Now here at PCI, hallelujah, and, K and Kingdom Life Global Fellowship, listen, we don't debate the tithe. Why? Because it is a principle. It is a principle that will work for whoever works it. And I was sharing with someone else uh, today. I, I lead by example. I'm not asking the people whom God has entrusted to our leadership to do something that we have not done. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? However, however, I, I want to be very clear um, with, with you tonight. Uh, if you're looking for an excuse as to not be holy, you'll find it 
If you're looking, excuse me, for an excuse not to sow, not to tithe, not to give, you'll find it. However, that does not negate the fact that the Bible says for us to do it. I know this is it's it's going to be hard to shout. I, I, I know, I, I know it's, it's, it's going to be hard to. Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to speak that because if you're if you're mature enough, you'll, you'll hear me by the spirit tonight. Um, so then if God, who so loved the world, mm -hmm, gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He sowed into the world a son that he would reap sons. Every seed, please hear this reproduces after its own kind. Now I can take you uh, through, through Genesis through to Isaiah uh, and then through the New Testament up to Hebrews and show you out of the word of God, how it is that when Jesus comes on the scene, uh, he, he comes and we understand he comes with the government of God. Yeah, he comes, uh, he comes to bring the government of God. He comes to restore that which was lost, what was lost uh, through the through sin. Adam's relationship was breached with God. So uh, the creation of man, and the creator's relationship was breached. So Jesus comes to restore the relationship between man and God, or mankind and God. Also, he comes to restore that which was lost. Also, it was a kingdom that was lost. Yes, because God uses kingdom terminology in the book of Genesis. He says for Adam and Eve to have dominion in the earth. But we can trace this not just to Genesis 4, chapter number 14, where we see Abram gave to Melchizedek. Uh, the high priest, a tenth of all of his earnings, Melchizedek then asked for it. Abram, Abram thought it was was um, was apparent. He thought it was good to do so. So he did it. Listen, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. And and so here it is. Here it is. But we can always go back to the book of beginnings. We can go back to Genesis and we'll see the Bible says what God told them they could have. They can they can freely eat of every tree of the garden. But the one in the midst, don't touch that because it belongs to the Lord. So then when the time is, is stated, uh, it says, number one, that it all the tithe of the land, it belongs to the Lord and the tithe is holy. So now if the tithe is holy, why would you not want to do a holy thing unto a holy God? Let me tell you why. It's because the enemy has earmarked mm -hmm, your potential. And he knows that if you get the principle of tithing, sowing, and reaping, he cannot rob you of that. But let me tell you, the longer you stay on the outside of it and choose not to do it, let, let's also notice what the Bible calls you. The Bible calls you a thief. That's the word of God. That's not Corey 2 and 12. That's the word of God. Come on, people. If you're looking for an excuse as to not why you will not choose to do a holy thing unto a holy God, you'll find a million reasons why. Because the enemy has earmarked you, yeah, mm -hmm, your potential to keep you in a cycle, prevent you from being or having, oh God, uh, the limitless or the increase of God on your life. Some of you want to sum it up to money. It ain't just about money. The blessing of the Lord is not always about monetary substance. Are, are you hearing with me? Somebody made a post today on my on my on, on my on my live talking about Jay Z. Don't tie. I don't care what Jay Z do. Jay Z ain't my Lord and Savior. I don't look for to him for my guidance for spiritual guidance. Are you kidding me? If you're looking for an excuse as to why you choose not to be holy as God is holy, you'll find a million reasons why. If you're led by your flesh, you'll find a million reasons why. But it's not just reserved, tithing, sowing, and reaping. It's not just reserved for the Old Testament. 
Mm -mm. So then that's number two. Let's look at who could receive the tithe. Mm -hmm. Abram gave to Melchizedek. Yeah. After the order of Melchizedek, he gave a tenth of all of his earnings. But yet we are a part of the Levitical priesthood. Okay. So who could handle the tithe? Who could receive the tithe? If you look at this, that could receive the tithe. The tithe was received by the Levitical priest, by the high priest. Right. It was for the Levites. It was for the high priest and the Levites. That's how they were compensated. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to take care of your minstrels, leaders. Mm -hmm. Do that. Take care of them. Don't just prostitute their giftings. You need to take care of them. Honor them. Oh, y'all don't want to hear this tonight. I understand because I've been on both sides of it. I've been on both sides of it. Those of you who know me, I have a musical background, so you understand where I'm coming from with that. Uh, understand who could receive the tithe. It was the Levitical high priest could receive the tithe. Okay? Uh, okay, so if the priest wants this, was, was able to receive the tithe. We, we understand this now. And, and, and let's look, let's just look at, let's look at Bible. Let's look at Bible. Let me show you this in the word of God. Go with me, go with me to Psalms 110 and four. It says the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Okay. Um, if you're taking notes, Genesis 14 and 18 says, and Melchizedek king of Salem uh, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of the most high God. And he blessed him and said, blessed be Abram by God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God, most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. Okay. Psalms 114, excuse me, 110, before we read that, Hebrews 7 and 17 says, for it is witnessed of him, you are a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Okay. That's that's what the Bible says in Hebrews 7 and 17. Hebrews 7 and 17. Watch this. Stay with me now. We're going somewhere. Stay with me. We're going somewhere. First Peter 1 and 16. First Peter 1 and 16. <coughs> you know, he says, for it is written, be holy because I am holy. We read in Leviticus 27, 30 that all the time that the land belongs to the Lord for the tithe is holy. Then we encourage out of the scripture in the New Testament, be holy for I am holy. Holy. Again, I, I pose this question. Could it be possible that we're trying to digest a holy thing through the lens of carnality? Mm -mm. You, you, you can't. You, you, you've got to have a renewed mind to understand what it is that God's after his intent. You, you can't approach. <laughs> you can't approach the word of God through the eyes or the lens of carnality. Please, please hear this. Don't don't miss what I'm telling you tonight. Please, please, please understand. Please understand what I'm telling you tonight. You, you cannot do that. You, you run the risk. You, you run the risk of error. You run the risk of error. You run the risk. Any, anybody with me tonight? Is this helping anybody tonight? Is this helping anybody? Anybody have a problem with the word that we've read thus far? <laughs> huh? Anybody have a problem with the word that we've read this far? Okay, so then understand this. The tithe predated the Levitical priesthood. Please understand this. The Levitical priesthood after the uh, Arianic order of priesthood as seen in Genesis chapter number 14 when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. Uh, we can see that that made some may say that's the law first mentioned, right? Okay, first mentioned the Bible. So this priesthood of Melchizedek, it foreshadows the priesthood of Christ, <laughs> which is now in place and eternal. Again, the, the order of Melchizedek was a foreshadow of the of the of the priesthood of Christ, which is now 
in place and internal. The tithe, the Bible says, belongs to the priesthood of Christ in essence and was not only uh, fleshed out in the pattern under the Mosaic law. Watch this. The priesthood of Aaron served by the Levites has since passed away, giving way to that of Christ, who is our eternal high priest and is at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. Hebrews 7 and 25. You can look it up. Read your Bible. Hebrews 7 and 25. Someone posted in the chat for me. Also, Romans 8 and 34. So then regarding the tithe in Malachi, you're right that the, the admonition was to the Levites who were serving the priests under then the high priests of Aaron. Watch this. They were commanded to receive the tithes of their brethren. And then they were commanded to heave up 10 percent of that that they received back to the high priest. Are you hearing this? Back to the high priest Aaron so that he and his sons could eat. That's in Leviticus 24 and 9. When they listen, hear me by the spirit of grace. When they fail to do this as representatives of their brethren, the Israelites, they committed a sin by robbing the high priest. In other words, God's representative on the behalf of the children of Israel. And ultimately, they were robbing God himself because the tithe, as we read, is the Lord's and it is holy unto the Lord. So when they failed to do this, they were not just literally robbing the high priest, but they ultimately was robbing God. Are you still here? You may say, yeah, doc, I get, I, I get all of that. That's, that's still Old Testament. Stay with me. We're going somewhere. This sinful behavior, beloved, would adversely impact their innocent brethren because God's blessing would not be released upon their economic efforts. In that day, their agricultural uh, efforts in that day, when there was, watch this, when they robbed the high priest and God, ultimately God of the time, God would not, watch this, he would not, the blessing of the Lord would not be released upon their economic efforts. Okay, so stay with me. I got more Bible. So then listen to uh, Hebrews 7 and 8. It says, and here men that die receive tithes, but there he receiveth them of whom is it is witness that he liveth. Who, who, is, who is it talking about? It's talking about Jesus, the Christ. He ever liveth. Who, watch this. Who do you think the scripture is referring to here? Who lives forever? Yeah, you say Christ did not receive tithe, but there the Bible tells us that he does because the tithe is received by the high priest. Jesus is, if, if he is your Lord and Savior, he is your high priest. Worthy to receive that which is holy unto God, including your tithe. Not just about Old Testament law. It's in the new covenant as well. Read your Bible, people. Read the Bible. Again, if you're looking for an excuse as to why you choose not to do a thing, you'll find a million of them because the enemy earmarks your potential with calamity. Mm -hmm. I'm going to deal with it. Hebrews 7 and 8. Jesus is not dead. And if the high priest, God help me, was worthy to receive the tithe, it is reserved for the high priest today. He lives Forever. That's why I'm so thankful for, for PCI. We ain't arguing the fact that this is a way. Hallelujah. We understand. Listen, now, I, again, God, he doesn't need anything for any of us. So then what does he do? Now, if we if we understand this, that everything in the earth belongs to the earth is Lord. So everything the earth belongs to the Lord. Um, and uh, 
I saw one illustration that says, if you make $1,000, if everything in the earth belongs to the Lord, um, they say, how much of that is, is God's? A thousand of it, 100% of everything in the earth belongs to God. But then God, he places emphasis on the 10%. So he regulates and he says, bring the 10th of it uh, to me. Okay. Um, another alarming, another alarming truth. Um, love me or hate me. Uh, either way, I'm still going to declare it. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult, um, for, for those who choose not to do, uh, a holy thing as tithing unto the Lord, because, um, if your tithing is unto man, you, you miss God's intent, uh, concerning that. Uh, but in all we do, we do all as unto the Lord. So uh, when I tithe, even to my leadership, I'm not I'm not sowing in 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 with the intent uh, to a man or to a woman. I'm being obedient to God's principle. Hear hear what I'm saying. I'm giving to them. I'm sowing to them, but I'm giving as unto the Lord. They become the stewards in receiving the tithe. Now here it is. Once once the tithe the tip leaves my life. Once the tip leaves my, leaves my life. Uh, then then w- what I'm expecting of the 10th is 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 God's word. Uh, that's my expectation uh, if I'm obeying God's word as it relates to that. Um, God knows how to deal with those who mishandle uh, the tithe. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to do what thus saith the Lord, to obey the word of, of God. So again, if you're looking for an excuse as to why you choose not to do a thing, you'll find a million of them. Because the enemy has earmarked your potential. Yes, Lord. The enemy has earmarked your your potential. Okay. So then another alarming statistic is if if one if if one hundred percent of everything in the earth belongs to to, to the Lord, then a thousand percent or a thousand dollars, if you make that one hundred percent of that, literally belongs to the Lord. It's the Lord's, but He only requires ten percent of it. Why do you think that is so? God gives us 24 hours a day. Two hours and 40 minutes don't belong to you. I'm going to pause. I'm going to let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Then we make the excuse as to why we don't pray, why we don't have time. You got time for 95, 24 hours in a day. Two hours and 40 cent of it, two hours and 40 minutes of it don't belong to you. Huh. Mm. <laughs> Y'all, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Ladies, you can have 10 dresses. One of it don't be- one, one of them is not yours. I mean, you can have 10 suits. One of them don't belong to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. The tenth of all thine increase. Why? Why? Why is that? For? Because it has everything. It has nothing to do with God receiving money from you. Huh? No. God don't need your money, but you need God's increase. It has everything to do with three things in your life. Your will, your control and your discipline. Your will, your control and your discipline. Adam, y'all can eat of every tree in the garden except the one in the midst. It deals with your will. Your control and your discipline. God says, don't touch that one. That one is mine. <coughs> Tithing is a heart thing, not a hard thing. A heart thing, not a hard thing. Think about it. I got 24 hours in a day and I can't give God two hours and 40 minutes. No wonder you ain't going to give him a tenth. You, you, you struggle giving him a tenth of your, your increase. Because understand your will, your control, your, your discipline has everything to do with accountability. And nobody in this day and time wants to be accountable to nobody. You want to do your own thing. Go with you, please. Do whatever it is you want. Besides, you are grown now. Remember? But the last time I checked, I'm going to check the word. <coughs> uh, for those of you who said yes to God, your life is not your own. Uh, 
So you breathe in God's air, the Ruach of God, his breath in your lungs. Um, yeah, you, you, you can freely inhale and exhale. Uh, God gave you that. You didn't give that to yourself. God gave you that. Mm -hmm. See, because we're looking at a man or we're looking at a woman and we're saying, I'm not going to give 10% to you because you're not giving us unto the Lord. But when you're giving us unto the Lord, it does not matter whether it is the man or the woman. Because when the tide leaves your life and you pray and you're aligned with God's word, according to God's word, oh, God, help me here. Then the demand on, on God's word, God says he hastened his word to perform it. God is not concerned. Hear me when I say this. Rather, God is not obligated to come to your rescue if you're not in covenant with him. I'll say it again louder for those who didn't hear me, those who went by too fast. I said, God is not obligated to aid your rescue and you're not in covenant with him. Are you hearing this? And so people are and all of their bright ideas. I, 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 I give my I give 10 to so and so and I saw it over here. OK, what does the word say? Is the word say because, again, if you're looking for an excuse as to why you refuse to do a thing, you'll have a million. But remember, excuses are the nails that build failure. I don't care how much money you think you got. As long as you're outside the covenant of God and you are non tithing, you'll never have as much as you as he intends for you to have, regardless of how much that is that you have. Or think you have. Oh, tight. But it's right. It's word. It's Bible. Hear me. Hear me. It's 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 Bible. And and so here it is. I I, I know I'm not gonna get a whole lot of amens. I, I hear me. But if you're mature enough to receive the word of God and you can understand God's intent of the word, then this will bless your life. So it has everything to do with accountability. Has everything to do with faithfulness. Has everything to do with discipline. Has everything to do with honesty. Has everything to do with diligence. Has everything to do with trustworthiness. Has everything to do with administration and organization. How organized are you? How administratively sound are you? How trustworthy are you? Can God trust you with more? How faithful to God are you? That's the question because tithing is a heart thing, not a hard thing. So say, I can't afford it. You cannot afford not to. Because let me show you, you pick and you choose where you put your seed, where you put your, and wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So <clears throat> the reason I tithe is because I, it's, I'm tithing from my heart. All of the increase God has blessed me with as an appreciative, because I'm appreciative of him. I'm bringing it to him. I'm tithing from the heart. It's not a hard place. It's a heart place. Where's your heart? Because show me your money, I'll show you where your heart is. Show me where you put your money, I'll show you where your heart is. Is your heart in an idol or is your does your heart belong to God? Is your heart in something that you have erected over Jesus that you have promoted over him. Show me where you sow. I'll show you where your heart is. So don't listen. If you choose not to do it, don't not those of us who do it. Because every preacher is not involved with scandal. Every preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ, there are those of, of us out here that's still sincere because it's about the heart and we've availed our life to God. Mm. Not about what you can give me. You get upset about something, you're going to check out. So I can't be bought. Your money don't move me. PCI knows. I cannot be bought because you didn't provide the air I breathe. You, you, you cannot provide the healing I need. You cannot keep me from danger seen and unseen. It ain't you. Oh God, help me here. Ah. <coughs> uh, for, for those who, who don't tithe, it's like shooting holes 
in your covering. You probably don't even have one, but it's as if non-tithing is associated with execration where you shoot holes in your covering. So you're not protected. Oh, God. About anything because you choose not to, and you're making it a hard thing when it's really a hard issue. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Because it has everything to do with your will, has everything to do with your discipline, has everything to do with your control. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me tonight, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep preaching it. I'm gonna keep I'm, wherever the enemy sees potential, he earmarks. Hallelujah. With calamity. Oh God, that blessed me, because the enemy knows if you get a hold to the principle. Of the kingdom. Uh huh. There is nothing he can do to hinder because whom God blesses, the enemy can't curse. But now let's. Uh, I've already showed you in the New Testament where Jesus is our high priest, and the tithe is reserved for the high priest. And because he ever liveth, meaning tithing didn't end in the old covenant. It didn't end in the old covenant. And just because, let, let me tell you, <coughs> instead of, oh God, help me. And instead of us bringing an execution to those who have slipped in error, when are we going to be mature enough to pray for them? Because the Bible says, if your brother be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such. Y'all are telling on yourself. You're telling that you ain't spiritual because you got your mouth on everybody that you see made a mistake. But if God would expose your life, how many mistakes have you made? Where are the, I wanted to title this. Dr. Galbraith, I wanted to title this tonight, Where Are the Spiritual Ones? <laughs> For the purpose of the, of, the, of the recording tonight, where are the spiritual ones? Because this has everything to do with uh, your heart. And if, and it has, one more word I'm, I'm gonna use, and we gotta get out of here, uh, honor. Mm -hmm. Has everything to do with honor. And if you struggle in the area of honoring, then you'll struggle with tithe. Because the tithe as unto the Lord is to literally honor God with your tent. Excuse me, because the tithe is holy. It's, it, it's the Lord's, but the tithe is holy. So, so, so here it is. Again, if, you, if you're looking for an excuse as to why you choose not to do a holy thing, it's probably because you have a heart issue with what's holy. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I'm, I'm serious. If you, have, if you take issue with doing the holy thing unto a holy God, it's probably because you have a heart issue, probably because you're struggling with honor. Uh, honor the Lord with your tithe. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm not making an excuse for those who take the tithe and buy planes and cars. I'm not making an excuse. Please hear me by the spirit of grace. Because as for me, I'm not going to go out and purchase a plane or buy another vehicle when I know people in my church are riding the bus. No, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bless the faithful with a car. That's kingdom because I need it, huh? Huh? Because y'all uh, hear me? I'm not talking about greed here. I'm talking about the principle. I'm talking about the principle. Hmm? I'm talking about principle. Tithing is kingdom principle. Uh -huh. And yet there will be those who view this and they'll miss it all together and they'll try to categorize me with whatever. Because if you're looking for an excuse as to why not, to, as to why you choose not to do a holy thing unto a holy God. You probably will find a million because the enemy earmarks your potential with calamity. Tithing is not just in the Old Testament, beloved. It's in the New Covenant as well. <coughs> How do you know, Apostle? He became firstborn among many brothers. Parable, Jesus is a seed sown from the hand of God into the earth. Mm -hmm. As a son, as a king, 
so that God could reap many sons, more kings. People who struggle with the kingdom principle of tithing, it's probably because they are struggling with true identity of the kingdom. And again, it's not about just monetary substance, your time, your talent, your treasure. Where your heart is, there will you where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Uh, listen, I'm, I, I promise you, I'm not out of word. I, I can go another hour. Thank you for tuning in to the JBV Radio Show. For more information about us, tap or click shondocenter.org. That's www.shondocenter.org. If you'd like to reach out to us, leave a comment for prayer. Or just to let us know how we're doing. Email us at jbvpositiveradio at gmail.com. That's jbvpositiveradio at gmail.com. We thank you again so much for tuning in. And remember, love isn't love until you give it away. God bless you.